0: Welcome everybody you are listening to out from under the bed special Thanksgiving edition today I am your host the boogeyman always joined by my lovely wife co-host co-producer social media manager business partner master my master sedator how are you doing today
1: Oh, I'm good I'm excited for uh, some foodies today
0: yeah you know what I'm excited for I'm excited to get a little bit uh, a little mad for gravy from uh, Santa Cruz Roller Derby is going to be on for us, on with us today on this um on this uh recording. So um yeah, out from under the bed is sponsored by Siphon Drop Apothecary. Wow, this denture is really choking the fuck out of me right now. Okay, so out from under the bed is brought to you by uh, Siphon Drop Apothecary. Uh, they can be found, uh, 4650 North Mammoth Mine Road, Apache Junction, Arizona, 85119. So if you are local and or visiting, traveling for roller derby, scheduled an extra travel day, go check them out in their physical location and, uh, get some, uh, pain relief sticks, some soap, some very nice smelling soap. We, uh... Try. We got a new bar, the honey, the bee honey. I'm happy bee. Be I'm happy. screwing the name oh, up no. again. Yeah, we are. We both are, I think. But either way, we're <laughs> excited to try that because we are about to be done with our previous bar, which was the um solid, solid gold. Gold. I always like that one. It gets you a little shimmer on you. So when you first open the bar you feel like gold dust that wrestler you got like a little gold <laughs> shimmer on you and then you uh get after it but
1: it's also good for hyperpigmentation yes by the way yes other than feeling a- <laughs> like a professional
0: wrestler from the uh from the uh mid-90s so Yes.
1: if you've got some sunspots and whatnots, use that soap.
0: throw that out. on your yeah. on your skin baby All right, so um, our show artist. Okay, so it's um, the day where people do whatever they do. So, um, yeah, I'm going to shout out our show artists. Um, Thank you to Cherry Jane for uh, all the artwork. You're pretty awesome. We love you. Um, Yes,
1: thank you so much. Thank you. You're amazing. We love you. Thank
0: you. And if you want to check out what she does and other fantastic artwork and stuff because um, I've been seeing a lot of the uh, some of the um, flyers and stuff for Sin City and uh, those turn out like super badass all the time and um, other flyers. I don't have any of the stuff pulled up in front of me. I'm waiting for a Mad for Gravy's call but yeah, you can see, you can see a bunch of uh, artwork and stuff at uh, I always fumble it it's on art. Instagram at art by Cherry Jane. You got it. Yay. So, uh, check that out. And uh, thanks again to our sponsor, Slype and Draw Pot to Carry. If you're going to be doing any shopping uh, at the start of your holiday season or any time, um, you can find a... What is it, Master? The... The link tree. Um. Oh,
1: yeah. Go on the link tree and uh, you could check out lots of things on there, but it's got our sponsor that uh, click on that to go to shop. And we are an affiliate with them. First affiliate.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do all your shopping through, through there and uh, you'll be helping out two small businesses because I hear. Um, Isn't it supposed to be like Small Business Saturday or some bullshit like that? Every Saturday after like Black Friday or some shit? So if you're listening to this before this uh, Small Business Saturday, because I guess it's only one day a year, um, it's really super, super supportive to do that. But we do it all year round here. But anyway, do some shopping through there, and you'll be supporting two small businesses at a time. And if you want to go ahead and also browse around on that link tree you can find our store where we have um, stickers printed out with uh, featuring the artwork of the show avatars that have been displayed whether it's the Halloween the Pride logo the uh, shit the Starry Night or the Sunrise and even the Meowder Limits production stickers you can uh, pick up a pack of those we are out of the three point five, point the three five ounce pain relief sticks from our sponsor, so thank you to everyone who's purchased sticker packs. Stay tuned for more details on uh, what other kind of shit we're going to be giving away for the purchase of uh, certain items, so stay tuned for that when that gets announced, maybe at the end of the show, maybe Sunday's show, I don't know, but either way stay tuned for that follow us on instagram at out from under the bed and uh, on Facebook too if you want to if you go out of Facebook um, out from under the bed with the boogeyman is on the Facebook handle so check those out master you got anything
1: I don't think so
0: you don't think so no, no? okay yeah, well we're like, just gonna
1: but like yeah follow our link tree and make sure uh, to stay tuned for. Um, more merch coming out
0: yeah the magnets mm. yeah, yeah yeah I'm gonna I'm perfecting this magnet business. We printed out one on these new sheets that we got where um, they didn't have adhesive on the one side of it so we didn't have to screw with that so it'd be a little easier to put the sticker on it. Um, but the first one that I did I used the wrong side of the magnet. And I uh, put it on the weaker side. So um my bad. I'm going to have to be careful on the next ones for sure. But you can tell. Like it does look different. It clearly looks different. But I just accidentally did that. But yeah, so say uh, stay tuned for those Meowder Limits production shirts. Um The sticker contests. Participate in those. So if you got some of those. Go ahead and take a cool picture featuring the sticker and tag the show after you post it. Uh, just not in the story because it's got to be there so we can select one um, when it comes at time to select the winner. If there's a dog in there, like I said, we love animals. We love to see your animals here on the show and feature them as well. Shout out to Millie. Uh, she's been featured on the show before. Um, in a picture, in regards to the show. So we love uh, we love dogs and other pets here. Um, what else? I feel like I'm missing something right now. I don't know. Um, hmm. Well, Mad for Gravy's here. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Mad for Gravy, let me get you here. All right, here we go. We'll get you turned up. Yes, yes, mad for gravy, everybody. Hey, hey. Oh. oh, no. Oh, no. Why is it so quiet? We're not connected. It's not connected? Yeah, it's connected. Is it connected? Yeah.
1: And you got it switched over to that.
0: Volume's up. All right, let's see, is that better? Can
2: you hear me all
0: right? Are you on a speakerphone or a headset? Uh, yeah, I'm on a headset. Uh okay, you're going to have to take that off.
2: Okay, no worries.
0: Got you. Awesome, thank you.
1: Just sounds so far
0: away. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is that better?
0: Uh yes. Okay. All right, sweet. Yeah, you sound like you were at the end of the uh, end of the street. Okay. Oh, right there on. There
1: we go. That sounds better. Yeah.
0: All right, everybody. So let's welcome uh, Mad for Gravy to the program. Yeah.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, anytime. Anytime. Yeah, thanks for anytime. Joining us on a holiday.
0: Yeah, because we all get a little mad for gravy on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> Why not? So yeah, I mean, um, so. You were recently here with Me Outer Limits.
2: Yes, thank you for hosting me. Oh, I anytime. Blast.
0: That was that was Say wonderful. Hello to Sadie. Oh, she's right here, Beans. Oh. oh. And Kratos. Yeah, and Mr. Kratos, baby grandpa is right down there.
2: Oh, baby grandpa. <laughs> I love
0: it. <laughs> Okay, so we first we first met Mad for Gravy at the Cactus Cup, and I had to talk to I had to talk to her and Ranger about the uh, Santa Cruz uh, booze cruise hats. So we got a little bit of an into her backstory on there. So if you're not familiar with that episode, we're gonna just you know circle back around into the beginnings of uh, Mad for Gravy. So uh, when did you start roller skating, Mad for Gravy?
2: Um, I grew up on rollerblades, but, um, probably June of 2010, I found roller derby in the Central Valley. And, um, yeah, no, my, uh, my college bestie had a birthday party at a roller rink. And when I went to go check out, uh, rollerblades, they didn't have any. And so I had to check out, uh, quads and I was like, oh, this is going to be a disaster. But, um, I was all right. And another friend at the party was like, Hey, you should do roller derby. And I had no idea what that was. Um, but I went home that night and I looked it up online and found, uh, um, no town roller derby, how to practice the next evening. So, um, Yeah, I showed up (laughs) and the coach is like, what are you doing here? And I said, I came to check it out. And he's like, well, go put some skates on. And this is like, you know, Fresno, middle of the summer. I mean, seven o'clock at night, still pretty hot out. And I'm like wearing jorts, you know, I'm just like, (laughs) I'm not ready to like do this. (laughs) But, you know, I went over to the, you know, dusty army bag, dumped it out and found some skates, uh, That were probably a little bit too big for me uh put them on and i've been skating ever since and that was probably uh, what did i say june 2010 so yeah
0: so okay not not having your own skates going in there dumping out the old army bag when did you buy your own skates and gear
2: um probably the next like as soon as i got back to the bay area because i moved Out to the Bay Area in 2008, and like uh, during the summer, I would come back home. So, like, I think when I came back to the Bay Area, I was like looking for um, whatever leagues you know would take me. Um, And at the time, I think it was Silicon Valley Roller Girls, who are now Silicon Valley Roller Derby, and then uh, Bay Area.
0: And where'd you? And I think, where'd you pick up your um, stuff?
2: Um. Oh, uh, at a shop, that uh, cruise skate shop, which unfortunately doesn't exist anymore.
0: Oh, right on. And what'd you? Uh, what'd you get for that starter set?
2: Um. Uh, some sort of Rydell boot. Uh, like five, five sixty five. I can't remember something like that. And it had like really heavy like i think they're called the power down triton plates like they're die cast aluminum and so they're they were super heavy um and so when i decided to do an upgrade um i bought the uh first pour of the arius plates the red ones
1: oh okay sweet
2: yeah yeah i couldn't i couldn't afford at the time to like buy a new boot and a new plate so like i had to make the upgrades like one at a time
0: (laughs) well that was an upgradable boot that you bought uh, first off though
2: yeah no for sure because i was like i'm i'm in this i'm doing this
0: yeah because i bought a fucking i i'm i was all in but what i could afford at the time was just like the the r3 and i kind of fucked up and bought my gear individually because I'm like a weird shaped person and uh Mm -hmm. the TSG gear uh, um fit me the best so I had to you know individually buy that shit it didn't come in the package
2: oh yeah you had to piece together stuff
0: (laughs) yeah it doesn't you know being a weird shaped person kind of sucks sometimes Um, oh no
2: I totally get it it's really hard for me to find a helmet that fits
0: yeah uh so what kind of safety gear did you end up buying too speaking of helmets
2: Um, I can't remember what it was. I think I had like, I was using a helmet that I bought for snowboarding. So I think it was like a bird helmet. And for a really long time, like I had that helmet. And then one day at practice, one of the officials was like, um, your helmet has a huge dent in it. And I had to throw it out (laughs) then and there. Like, I can't remember how long I was, like, skating in that helmet for. Oh, my. But I think it's one impact was already done for. Because it was, like, there was a huge dent. And it just happened to be that, you know, it was a taller person. So they, like, saw it from the top. And I never, ever noticed it. So I don't know how long I was in that helmet. But as soon as, yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah and then I think I had some um like huge scabs knee pads and I can't remember what I was wearing for my elbows and my wrists.
0: Hell yeah the scabs dude. Um yeah with the uh with the fucking um with the zebra kind of fucking print on these Velcro straps and shit. Yes yeah
2: Fuck I yeah. just remember them being like uh like a lime green color
0: nice and that's
2: kind of um like that's kind of the color that i liked for uh silicon valley
0: hell yeah so when um when did you go to your first practice with silicon after getting back
2: um i think officially i got accepted into their boot camp like october of 2010
0: all right, so it was a short, and probably like shortly after you got back, because you were fucking hooked. after Oh the yeah, summertime. definitely.
2: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: And um, how many practices did you go to with uh, No Town? Like everyone you could attend, or what?
2: Oh yeah, that whole summer. As soon as I found it, I was there. Um, and I remember at the end of the summer, I was kind of bummed because they had like um, an away game. And I can't remember where it was, but I didn't get to roster for that because I, you know, I was going back to the Bay Area, um, and I th- think they kind of took that into account, right, that I was leaving, um, and so I didn't get to skate that game. But I did get to skate in a like a like a home team game, so that was nice before I left.
0: Sweet. So let's take it back to the um, first first uh, practice you got when you showed up in your actual like real gear, not the dusty army bag shit. Um, What were some of the skills that you were uh, now learning that were a rather struggle for you at the start?
2: Um, Probably stopping. (laughs) Yeah, at the the beginning, stopping, I think, uh, was the hardest. Um, Hockey stops, things like that. And then just learning how to um, engage properly or hit properly.
0: Yeah, instead of like overstretching or like having the one foot up or fucking dragging it behind you or something crazy. Oh,
2: yeah. I mean, going into roller derby, I was not an athlete. You know, I was not really an athlete growing up. I think I stopped playing um, after school sports in like middle school. And then I got into like marching band. (laughs) That's what I did growing up. (laughs) So, um, being an athlete was like new to me.
0: (laughs) What was some of the, what was one of your favorite songs to play while you were in the marching band? Oh,
2: um, I just really enjoyed, um, winter drums where it's mostly just percussion um we did what do we do we did like a marionette themed uh mm. show yeah we did um like an Asian inspired show um what else did we do um, I mean another field show we did uh was based around Pandora's box it was really yeah and like the Roman Empire I mean there's all sort of themes in marching band, winter drums.
0: So not playing sports for a long time, did any of these new skills come naturally to you?
2: Um, I think I fared okay. <laughs> um, I mean, I started off as a jammer, which I, you know, like, for me, I think was easier because all you have to do is like go. And then when I made the transition to blocker, I was like, whoa, like this is, there's a lot to do. <laughs> was the first time I transitioned from a jammer to a blocker. I was like, what? This is nuts.
0: There's a lot of, there's a lot going on down there in the trenches. That's for sure.
1: And is yeah. this all um, WFTDA? What was it? Yeah. This
2: time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All WFTDA. I didn't get into USARS until um, until after the pandemic. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah.
0: So, during your visiting sp- visiting time in the uh, with um No Town, mm-hmm. was there was there more than um did you guys have home teams then? Was there a lot of people there yeah was it quite they, the they league? did
2: have uh, they did have home teams uh I think we had three and I can't remember all of them uh, but they were like based around like Fresno locations uh let's see there was the I think I was a Huntington Harlot which is like a <laughs> street in Fresno yes. and the full and then Fulton Mallers, right there's a Fulton Mall in And then I can't remember what the third team was, but yeah, we had home teams and that was like, I think we had two games that summer before um, I left back to the Bay area. What
0: was their, what was their process to draft to a home team? Was it just the standard um, WIFTA requirements or that? And then something else.
2: I think the home teams were pretty new. Um, and so I think they just tried to evenly split up the teams, um, and kind of like match people's vibe to whatever home team, you know?
0: Oh, right on. <clears throat> but for the most part, everybody was, uh, able to do it safe enough to be on said home teams. Otherwise they would have been in like a rookie pool at the time or, um, what have you? Yeah,
2: I think so. I think so. I mean, yeah, I think so.
0: Okay, right on. So you got drafted to the uh, Harlots team.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: How pumped were you to get drafted to your first roller derby team?
2: Oh, I was stoked uh, because, you know, we had um, a game that we were going to be skating. So I was like looking forward, you know, to applying everything that I learned in practice and actual gameplay.
0: Oh, you got something, Master? No, no. Oh, okay. I thought you were going <laughs> to jump in there. All right. Um. So, did you have the support of your uh, friends and family starting this journey into the roller derby?
2: Um, at, at the beginning, my mom was very worried. <laughs> um... And she had every right to be because I think I was skating with no insurance, you know, (laughs) (laughs) because it was the summer and I kind of relied on um, um, whatever, like medical care I could get through, you know, the college I was attending at the time.
0: Mm. All right. But did you tell her mom, I don't have any insurance and I can fall down the stairs too and get hurt doing that?
2: No, she was just like, are you sure you want to do this? You don't have insurance. I was like, yes, I'm sure I want to do this.
0: Like encouraging you but talking you out of it at the same time?
2: (laughs) Yeah, a little bit.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, Did they come out to your first game? Um, Or were they in the state at the time? You said you went home, so I'm just assuming like you went to your parents' house.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm in my like childhood bedroom right now.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, right on. Yeah, Hell yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember the first game that they attended. I think it was. I think it was one in San Jose, but I'm not really sure.
0: Okay, so it wasn't one of your very first ones um, over the summer.
2: No, 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 no. I think my brother was there,
0: though. Oh, right my on. Hell yeah. been
2: a supporter of my antics.
0: <laughs> was he familiar with, with uh, roller derby um, prior to you joining? Or was no, it new to him, not too? Not at all. Oh, okay. It was
2: new to him, too. Yeah. Hell
0: yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Um, so, how did that oh, first no, game go?
2: Um, you know, I really don't remember.
0: It was just like a total oh, no, jammer no, blur or what?
2: No. No, no, I do remember because I think I was still drinking at the time and I was either like really like hung over or still kind of drunk going into the game. Oh no. And I remember, oh, no. yeah. And I just remember like throwing up at halftime <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and just like, and just, but I like still loved like skating, even though I was in this like terrible shape you know like um I think there's a there's a picture of me like in the penalty box as a jammer like I had taken my helmet off I'm just like like hating life but also loving life at the same time
1: (laughs) (laughs) how many how many times did you get to jam in that game do you remember
2: um I'm not sure honestly and I, I don't remember how many people were in that jamming rotation. Okay. Yeah.
0: What was it like the first time you got a uh, pretty clean body check and uh, hit the ground for the first time?
2: Um, I don't really remember.
0: Yeah, this dude, Honestly. Girth Brooks um from tucson uh really got me one day at practice but he caught me not looking and taught me a valuable lesson in roller derby to always uh keep my head moving
2: yep head on a swivel yeah so that's
0: that that was my first one of when i got really fucking cracked by girth brooks from uh Mm -hmm. tucson at the time yeah i just sometimes i like to ask uh let's see, Master <clears throat> you got something off the top of your do you,
1: head. Um had like when did they do intros for you guys? Oh yeah. Like did they oh. um before the games?
2: Um yeah, I think so, but I think we skated around in like a pack and then just kinda popped up when they said our name. Oh right. Yeah.
0: Yeah classic so after you after you uh got back from over the summer so before we leave there those were Mm -hmm. some pretty fun experiences for you learning this uh learning this uh glorious gladiator sport by just stumbling onto it
2: oh yeah definitely you know um and just the whole like uh vibe of roller derby and the people that were involved in it i was just like yep these are my people <laughs>
1: was that um did that league have really cool after parties
2: oh yes <laughs> yeah definitely i think i think uh, See, like one of the games that i came back yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah i think my first my first few years of roller derby, um, the after parties uh, were definitely wild, <laughs> and I was still drinking then, so like I can't really remember.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember getting so tossed. I've uh, I fell down like in my skates because this bar, the Hollywood Alley, kind of like didn't give a fuck. And uh, I fucking fell down so hard on my hip, it sucked so bad the next day. Yeah, it was terrible. Drinking after parties, roller derby. It was it was a, it was a time, Master. It was a real time. I know,
2: I don't think I don't think I ever drank on skates.
0: Yeah, um I used to I used to cop a good buzz and go skating all the time.
2: <clears throat> oh yeah.
0: Um but yeah, I just felt weird after a while. Um okay so so that was a uh, that was a good time for you how do you feel how did you feel in your personal life after starting roller derby did you find more confidence in yourself off the track
2: Oh definitely for sure you know um like I I became an athlete through roller derby and it's and it took me a long time to Like, recognize that I am an athlete. You know what I mean? (laughs) Because I was just like, yeah, you know, like I just play roller derby. It's whatever. But uh, no, as soon as I started like cross training and like working really hard to um, be better at it, um, I just transformed. You know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, because roller derby ain't no silly ass bullshit either
2: no like for anybody listening
0: if you're not familiar with the game it's uh it's just not you know fucking people out there fucking off we're we're actually you know seriously playing sports and shit and we all take it very seriously these especially these days um the push to have it recognized as a real sport and everything it's real it's really real so um We're going to get into roller derby um, being touched on as a real sport with uh, Mad for Gravy, as they are a Team USA athlete, by the way, everybody. So um, (laughs) we're going to be getting into that. Hold on. Here we go.
1: Yeah. (laughs) All the applause. Get
0: that applause machine rolling. All right. So we're going to get into that here in a minute. (laughs) Uh, Or here in just a little bit. So after you got back to the the Bay Area and stuff, uh, seeking out seeking out other leagues and whatever um did that take a long time or did you just like okay cuz i think f- yeah facebook was a thing then right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah so is that ki- that's kind of like just what you did just kind of like reached out
2: yeah i had to wait because uh, silicon valley had already like when i um came back to the bay area uh, silicon valley was like in the middle of a boot camp so i had to wait until they started another one that i could join
0: oh right on
2: yeah and then bay area i don't know what they were doing at the time but i think they had recently had tryouts and like that was it i would have to wait like the next year or something like that
0: oh shit a whole mm, year yeah. that's fucking wild yeah, yeah. that is wild so you went to the uh next the next boot camp situation, right? Mm-hmm. And um what kind of stuff were they teaching you there? More things expanded things and what you were learning over than from over the summertime? Like what kind of uh um practice and play gameplay was going on there? <laughs>
2: um, so Um there we had like a endurance practice uh run by PMS. <laughs> Ooh,
1: nice. Um
2: yeah. Yeah, and those were grueling, um but it, they definitely made us better for sure. Um and then we had scrimmages every week and then like a I'm I'm trying to remember all the practices that we had. And like a skills, skills and drills kind of practice too, and then uh, that's where I learned um, strategy.
0: And what were what were some of these skills and drills that kept you uh, just tantalized off the track that you just could not stop thinking about?
2: Oh. Um. You know, even though I was a jammer, I really enjoyed, like, the, the contact drills. Heck yeah.
1: Because
2: uh, I got, yeah, because I got to do a little bit of blocking, too. Um, and then I remember, Pia, it was like another type of endurance uh, drill, but it was like during scrimmage. Uh where we would just be going the whole time, like we'd be playing the whole time, and you would sub out when you were tired,
0: oh, like uh hockey lines,
2: yes, yeah, 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 like we'd be just like the straight thirty minutes, right? You keep going, and then if you're tired you you come out and you sub with somebody else.
0: Huh. That's I remember interesting. those being really fun, hard. yeah. yeah. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. Maybe that should be a theme game for RollerCon next year. To play a sub in and out game like that. That'd be pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, right? What were some of those uh, endurance drills that would make you groan, but you were just so glad you did them, though?
2: Um... We would, um, Peel would do this thing called the Deck of Death. And it was just, we would go through, like, you know, a, a playing card deck, and, like, each suit was an exercise, and then whatever the value of the card was, we had to do that.
0: Oh, that's fucking cool. I've never heard of yeah. that. That's badass. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: And, um, were there, Were there, like, what were some of the exercises, though? Like, just standard push-ups and fucking up-downs or what?
2: Yeah, like squats, freaking burpees. Um, yeah, push-ups, just things like that.
0: All right, hell yeah. Yeah, that sounds fun. I don't know, it's making a game out of it, so it doesn't sound like you're totally getting your ass kicked, but you really are. No,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And then sometimes we would do this thing where you're like, You'd be put into, like, smaller groups of, like, you know, four or five people, and we had to complete, like, you know, a certain amount of, like, squats together as a team, right? So, you'd split it up, right? And, like, it was always a competition, right? Who would be able to get it done first, right? So, that was, like, super motivating for all of us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. I mean, that's what you're all there to do is to is to compete, right? yeah so why not do it all the time uh where did your derby name come from
2: uh for a really long time i didn't have one um i was just april uh with no town and then we could be we could have like symbols in our name so i was I was just the pound symbol, <laughs> 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 so I was just April for a really long time. <laughs> yeah, and then when I got to um, Silicon Valley, I didn't I didn't have a name, and I can't remember like when I actually like decided on Mad for Gravy, but it came from a game called Plants vs Zombies.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yep, okay, and then do you remember the dude that would, like, sell things out of the back of his, like, hatchback? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think his name was, like, Crazy Dave. So, like, that car, that hatchback had, like, a changing license plate, right? It would just, like, randomly change. And um, one day it was, like, mad for gravy. It was, like, MD4 and, like, G-R-V-Y. And I was, like, trying to, like, decipher what it said. I was like, what is that? And then I was like, Oh, my God, that's hilarious. I was like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I mean, I think I think I want it to be uh, ape shit. Uh, <laughs> but I think on two evils, there was already like an ape shit. Oh. <clears throat> in, in Texas, and uh plus uh at the time silicon valley like was like no we're family friendly (laughs) like that can't be your name and so i was like what about apes hit and they're like nice try (laughs) 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 like we know what you're trying to do stop
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean my original one was uh pat mccrotch when i was a referee And uh, I was like, could my daughters call me that as they get older? I'm like, "Mm, probably not. (laughs) Then I just went with the indestructible figment of your imagination. But anyhow, and what and then, you know, just the number four was in the license plate in your name. So you just went with that or is there a special meaning behind that? Other than no, your name. it
2: was just yeah. No, it was just part of the license plate, and so I was like, "Well, I need a derby number, so that that works."
0: Oh, right on! Hell yeah. Uh, <clears throat>
1: what were some of um your favorite trainers
2: coming up? Oh, my favorite trainers. Yeah. Oh, shout out to yeah. Mama Aim at Silicon Valley Roller Derby. Yeah, no, she, yeah. yeah, no, she, uh, yeah, no, she taught me a lot at, uh, SVRD, um, as well as, uh, No Town, you know, shout out to No Town for introducing me to Roller Derby. Um, but yeah, SVRD, um, that's where I, like, became a jammer. And then um, at Bay Area, that's when I became a blocker. Uh, So shout out to uh, the Richmond Wrecking Bell, (laughs) uh, who no longer exists, but Bell's forever. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I remember seeing a poster or something about that on your Facebook. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And that was the Bay Area team you played on?
2: Yeah, that was the Bay Area home team that I got drafted to.
0: And how many home teams... How many home teams did they have at the time?
2: Four. Four. San Francisco Sheevil Dead, uh Berkeley Resistance, Oakland Outlaws, and the Richmond Wrecking Bells.
0: Right on. Yeah, that's I remember those being all being really sizable leagues during those times. Oh yeah. And uh the Santa um uh shit, what was he? I'm I'm drawing a blank on the other other team, Bay Area and Santa Cruz, right? That you- oh,
2: uh, I currently skate with Santa Cruz. Yeah.
0: Uh shit, Silicon Valley. Oh, Silicon That's right. Valley. That's right. Yeah. Um, what were the home teams there?
2: Uh, there weren't any home teams. It was more like a ABC.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, so
2: it was like uh. The Dot Kamikazes. Oh my God, I can't remember what the B team's name was. Oh, uh, no, I can't remember the B team, but I remember the C team were the hard drivers.
0: <laughs> oh, nice! Hell yeah! Yeah,
2: I love it. yeah.
0: Hell yeah! So like they would just kind of like you know squat in on like certain shit or or whatnot during gameplay, sort of situations, or how would that work? How would you? How would you uh, get to um, get up to the uh, A squad? How would you uh, do that?
2: Oh man! So um, I remember. Um, I mean, you just had to like work really hard and like, um, yeah, just get pulled up. You know, I remember that while at my time at, uh, Silicon Valley, um, I got injured and it was like, um, in between, in between quarters. So I had to wait the next quarter to like check out my injury and it ended up being like a, a PCL tear Mm. in my right knee. And so like, I was like, I was out of commission for a little while. And when I came back, everybody that I started boot camp with was on the charter. And mm-hmm. so I was like, yeah, and <laughs> I was like, Oh man, you know, like that's where I want to be. So like, that's when I decided to, um, you know, uh, I told Ranger, um, who I was working with at the time at, at the middle school at a middle school. Um, I was like, and he, I knew he was a football coach and I said, Hey, look, um, you know, I have this goal. I want to be better at this sport and I would like to start cross training. Um, so that way I can get there.
0: So tearing your, uh, tearing your PCL, that was a pretty new, or you were still pretty new that time, right? Like within Uh, the first couple of years. Yeah. Dang. So you met, you met up with, uh, with your, with your friend, Ranger friend of the show. Mm -hmm. And, um, what kind of uh, what kind of stuff was he able to teach you as a football-oriented coach?
2: Um, so one of the biggest things that like have always been like an issue for me was just endurance. My lungs would always go out before the rest of my body would, and so like he helped me with that. Um, he had me just run football forties and <laughs> and like again, you know, like I'm a pretty new athlete and like the first time i ever ran a 40 he was like holy smokes the first thing you got to do is breathe <laughs> 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 and like you know i would i would hold my breath going through like pace lines right and doing those hits but i never like really realized it until he like pointed it out to me he's like yeah uh don't hold your breath <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he, um, we did sprints. Um, CrossFit was really huge at the time. And so we did like CrossFit football. Uh, he introduced me to lifting. Um, yeah.
0: And you felt that that was, that that sort of stuff started shaping you into a better athlete after rehab, you know, while rehabbing your knee.
2: Oh yeah, Definitely.
0: Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Shout out to uh, physical therapy after serious injuries. Uh, yeah, what makes... Master, you got something? Yeah, you got I, to was, say something? I
1: wanted to ask, um, how long into your derby journey did derby start making sense to you as far as strategy and gameplay? Um...
2: Mm. It probably, uh, I want to say like maybe three years into it. Okay. Yeah, because you know, like I, I'm, I was still a pretty new athlete, and I was like, okay, as a jammer, I just have to get through and go, you know, right. <laughs> just go forward and skate fast, and then um, once I made it, or once I got pulled up onto that charter. Um, I started having to learn, um, plays like off the start, you know, um, things like that, you know, plays on scoring passes.
0: Yeah. During your time as a jammer, what made a good track buddy?
2: Um...
0: Like who always gave you that good assist? Like what did you look for in your blockers to be like a good track buddy? I'm using buddy in like a collective in this purpose as a, being a jammer.
2: Oh yeah, no that that person um, you know that makes that makes those holes for you, right? Um, uh, sorry, when you say track buddy, I just think of like I. So when traveling with Silicon Valley, we would be assigned like buddies. <laughs> and I just think about the buddy that I've been assigned to, um, who I still forever call buddy. Um, <laughs> because I'm sort of um, a hot mess and she is not. <laughs> so she kind of reins me in a little bit. Um, so she's a bu- she's a really good buddy on and off the track. <laughs>
0: Oh, right on. Right yeah, on. You can go yeah. ahead and shout them out, too. Please do if you, oh, yeah. if I, you want.
2: Oh, yeah. Shout out to Rachel Fightmaster, number one original buddy, <laughs> best friend, and also my landlord. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Keeping it all in-house.
2: Oh, yeah. No,
0: oh, that's fucking no. badass.
2: Yeah. Her and her family are amazing. I love them.
0: And making that transition over into a blocker, what what made a good track buddy for you as a blocker? You know, going into many cycles and even moving into, like, satellite play and shit like that. What makes a good track buddy for you as a blocker? Um. Because sometimes, you know, you're playing, like how the situation was with me and you. Me and you never played before a few weeks ago. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, when you're in that situation or even when you're with a league mate, what uh, um, what kind of shit can you always rely on or look for?
2: Um, Just staying together for me, honestly, and communication for sure. Um, Yeah, no, communication is definitely important, like, before you even get out there. Like, identifying, like, if you're skating with people that you don't normally skate with, you know letting people know like what you do best and like trying to just get in where you fit in and trying to put those pieces together in the best way possible.
0: <laughs> and in a situation where it's a league mate and or a teammate, what's some, th- what are uh, things in that situation? Cause you know, those um, people, you know?
2: Yeah, no. Um, I think, what makes the best track buddy is like trust, right? Like if I skate with this person all the time at practice, like we learn, um, we learn how each person skates and we like try to make that work. Um, and um, yeah, I think just that trust that's there. And also again, all the time communication, Like I trust that person because I know they've been putting in the work at practice.
0: Yeah, right. Who's uh who who's out there? Who's um digging in the trench with you? Oh, nice. uh,
2: Shout out to yeah, yeah. Shout out to Noah Fantastica. They show up consistently at Santa Cruz. Yep.
0: Fuck yeah! Do you have any pregame rituals? Or routines?
2: Um, I'm usually scrambling to find my jersey.
0: <laughs> okay. Hell yeah. Yeah. Making sure usually you got the scrambling. right one and right colors. Yeah.
2: yeah scrambling to uh, find my jersey, um, packing my gear, making sure I have, like, double-triple-checking tri- that and then making sure i have all my like powders
0: yeah you had uh, quite the uh, quite the assortment can you uh, tell the listening audience what do you tra- what was that you were traveling with your powders <laughs>
2: sorry it just sounds like what What were the tr- what were the powders you were traveling these <laughs> <laughs> mystical powders not drugs yeah not drugs um uh so you know i just have uh the liquid iv um that i drink like at halftime and then um i um have a pre-workout that i take too
0: yeah because i saw you getting into a couple of things yeah, and you normally travel with that stuff you're saying?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Fuck yeah. Um, it sometimes gets taken if you uh do carry on cuz it's just like a random powder, right? Yeah. And they're like, "What oh, is right. it? I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like it's pre-workout, like it's not drugs." <laughs> but, Oh, you know. I'm going to
0: be dry scooping it on the plane, don't worry.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, my God. That's crazy. Um, <clears throat> uh, a post-game meal, what do you like to eat?
2: Uh, oh, and sometimes I have, like, protein. So, p- maybe I'll have, like... If I know, I won't be getting to food, like, immediately after. I just do protein afterwards.
0: What's your immediate after uh, meal? What do you really want to eat after the after games?
2: Um... What do I really want to eat? Yeah. Uh, probably. Mm, like a steak, maybe.
0: Ooh, that'd be delicious.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I have a I have a food buddy at Santa Cruz. Uh, whenever we like travel, we get together, and like anytime we go to a restaurant, we get together and like we find the things that we really like and we split them because we're usually like a sweet and savory.
0: (laughs) So we get to try two things. Yeah. So we split. (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, let's see. All right. Uh, let's, uh, how far, how far into Derby did you start? traveling for roller derby
2: sorry you cut out for a second i was messing with my headset and you like switched over to my headset (laughs) oh
0: no okay yeah
2: no i can hear you now though
0: you've doing a lot of satellite skating and stuff like that how far into roller derby did you start traveling for derby um maybe 2000
2: Thirteen, so like three years after um, my first, what I consider like my first like real tournament, uh, was the Dust Devil. I think I talked to you a little bit about this. Yeah, um, yeah, a uh, Dust Devil that was hosted by Tucson.
0: Yes, that was that in was Tucson. my
2: first. Yeah, that was my first real roller derby travel and that's when I was assigned my accountability buddy who I call buddy <laughs> um, because you know, just the excitement of travel and like being there and surrounded, um, by other like roller derby athletes, just like that whole vibe. Um, was like super exciting for me and um, it was just a lot. And, um, You know, I really feel like when I got there, you know, I had been training, cross-training with Ranger for a year now. And so I showed up to that tournament um, without any doubt in my mind. And, um, you know, I went off. (laughs) i skated like I never skated before. And I, I don't know if that was just like, just that feeling of being so prepared that you don't have any doubts, Um, yeah, that happened. Um, And I've, you know, I've been chasing that feeling ever since, (laughs) just to be that prepared. I don't think we won any of our games, (laughs) (laughs) but um, just like skating with that like feeling is like a whole nother level.
0: I can't remember. Do you remember some of the teams that were there?
2: Um, Oh my God. We ended up playing Sacramento twice at that tournament. And we're, yeah, (laughs) it's like, we came all the way to Tucson to play you twice (laughs) just because of how the bracket, you know, ended. Um, I think we played them and we played, um, Tucson. And I don't know if we played Arizona at that, um, tournament
0: and these were all uh the charter teams at the dust devil right so it was uh, i think it was the furious truck stop truck stop waitresses no saddle tramps i That's, think was the two sons
2: yeah i just remember they had like yellow jerseys
0: yeah, I can't remember um, what their I think, travel I think team the is.
2: Yeah, I think the Fury. That was truck, a home team. Oasis's, that was a home team, yeah.
0: Yeah, I can't remember their um, travel team. Then, at the time, it was the uh, Tent City Terrors for the uh, Arizona, uh, Arizona Roller Derby. Yeah. Yes,
2: because they had the, like, striped
0: The helmets. striped helmets, yeah, I yes. loved that gimmick. I fucking loved yeah, it. Yeah, no,
2: I still have... I still have... I think I have a shirt from that tournament that they all signed. Ooh, nice. Oh, and you know who else was there? Oh my gosh, this is the first time I ever fell in love with them. Uh the Dairyland dolls.
0: Oh, I never heard of Madison. Uh, Wisconsin? Yes. Hell yeah, that's tight.
2: Yeah, they had the whole like um white and blue like milkmaid, the spot oh, like cute. blue cow spots on the helmet. Oh my gosh,
0: yes. Oh, I'm gonna have to look that up.
2: Oh my gosh. Write that yes, down, yeah, yeah.
0: Hell yeah, Master, thank yes, you. Yes,
2: the Dairyland Dolls.
0: Um, what are some of the uh, coolest venues you've played in?
2: Um, oh, man. Uh, the Key Arena in Seattle. Uh, Rat City's like venue. That was amazing. Um, Bay Area's venue... Uh, the Craneway uh, which was in Richmond like along the water there Um, and I really like the intimacy at the Civic Center in Santa Cruz and just the lighting Um, even though that track isn't like sanctionable (laughs) it's still a fun place to skate in
0: what is it about the lighting
2: Um, I think like the crowd is kind of darker. You can still kind of see people but like the 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 track is lit up. Okay, it just makes c- it feel kind of yeah, like the vibe
0: ahead. coyote was uh mentioning. It makes it feel um like the arena or like a theater kind of setting that way.
2: Yes, yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Team USA tryouts, what kind of training went into um training and preparations went into um, the days prior to the tryouts themselves Oof.
2: um a lot of sprints um i knew that for usars um again like endurance has always been like the bane of my existence my lungs always go out before the rest of my body Um, so I made sure to focus on, um, that (laughs) I made sure to focus on, um, building up that endurance. I did a lot of, like, I live in the Santa Cruz mountains and like, I just remember like trying to do sprints back and forth in my gravel driveway. Um, and then doing uphill sprints up the driveway. Um, yeah, no, (laughs) no. i can't remember how long i started like doing that but i that's very like intentional um to work on that yeah
0: and you're um and then
2: i think i was also coaching i was also coaching um uh the santa cruz uh derby groms i was helping coaching over the summer um and anytime they would have to do timed laps, I would, because uh, they usually have to do it in two groups. And uh, myself and another teammate, uh, Tots, we would trade. Like I would skate with the juniors, <laughs> timed laps, and then we would switch and you know she would do time laps. So just a lot of endurance work
0: getting pushed by them kids out there
2: oh my god yeah Yeah. them them kids out there pushing
0: you fuck yeah yeah
2: they're you know they're champions and so like um try yeah trying to keep up with them oh yeah
0: nice that's that's a really good motivator right there uh which which uh tryouts did you attend The, uh, the ones in waco or the ones here in arizona
2: i went to both
0: oh you went to both fuck yeah
2: yeah yeah
0: and um did you did you go into it just like okay well i just kind of i'm new to you sars i'm just gonna see what happens and just fucking play you know play play this to the best of my ability
2: oh absolutely um yeah no i wasn't i went in like it's you know derby I don't, I don't think WIFTA was doing anything at the time and I just wanted to skate. And, um, even just going through a tryout, um, yeah, no, I had, you know, you know, I didn't, I didn't really have any, I wanted to make it, but I wasn't sure, you know, (laughs) um, but yeah, no, I just skated my hardest. (laughs)
0: and knowing that Team USA was, you know, this uh Team USA Roller Derby stuff was be- has been going on for a little while since getting into you getting into derby in 2010 has this always been something that you've wanted to do um well is to uh, I mean, make you, a Team I- USA charter like that oh you know
2: it's it's a definite honor, you know, like, I just went out there and like, just tried to do my best. And you know, you just cross your fingers and you hope you get that letter that says congratulations, (laughs) instead of sorry to inform you, you know, Uh, but no, it's, it's definitely an honor and a privilege to be able to uh, skate for Team USA. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for sure. Uh, but yeah, no. I also skate with uh, for WIFTA team, Team Philippines, and um, that's an amazing experience as well.
0: Oh yeah, um, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you about that um, right after, uh, right after this. Mm-hmm. Um. So getting, getting the, uh, you know, the acceptance letter for the USARs Team USA. What was, what were those emotions like?
2: Um. I was actually in class um, and uh, so I'm a special educator. I work with high school students with like mild to moderate disabilities and like, you know, the class, all all my classes knew that I had done this thing. I had tried out for this thing and like they were all waiting myself, you know, like they were all waiting to hear back too. Um, and so uh, I think I got the letter like in the middle or i saw the letter in the middle of class and like everything stopped and then um i start you know i read it out loud and like the entire class erupted (laughs) so i got to celebrate with like my co-teacher and all the kids it was just really amazing
0: yeah that's got to be something else yeah um, uh, who are you the most excited to, us uh, to skate with out of uh, these, uh, other, uh, gladiators that made team USA for USARS.
2: Um, oh, freight train.
0: Oh, freight fuck train yeah. for
2: sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited. I think, um, uh, Three other, you know, three, three, like three other skaters from Santa Cruz, uh, two aged-up juniors and um, tots who also tried out. Uh-
0: oh no! I think we lost gravy. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh, there oh, she you, is! Oh there you are. We okay, lost you okay. for a minute. <laughs> Okay. Oh, no. Okay, are you there?
2: Yeah, I'm there. Okay, I'm here. sweet.
0: <clears throat> All right. Um, yeah, because I, I saw who made the roster for um for this, and like I said, there's some real talent on it, and it's an honor to be talking to another Team USA athlete on the program as well, so thank you again for being on. How did you get? How did you get a privy and or um, whatnot? How did you get the information that there was going to be a team Philippines for WIFTA? Um, when did that start?
2: Mm, well, because
0: I don't okay. know how long they've had their world teams like that.
2: Yeah. No. So uh, we got together. For the 2018 Roller Derby World Cup that was ha- that happened in uh, Manchester, so I feel like I don't know how many years we had. I think we only had like one or two years to prep for that.
0: Oh shit! Hell yeah! So what was that? What was yeah. that like playing in Manchester?
2: Oh my gosh! Like. Uh, it was it was amazing In, indescribable honestly just uh, being there and uh skating with that team was just like a whole nother experience um that i'm very lucky and fortunate to have you know <laughs> um Oh, I got my first tattoo there. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> With <Team> Philippines. Yeah.
0: <laughs> nice shout out to them. Oh yeah, you were you were yeah. showing us some of your um your uh travel tattoos. Oh yeah, while you were old. here. I
2: only I only have 3 and they're all like derby related. Yeah. Yeah, no, my brother and I are going to get a brother sister tattoo, but that hasn't happened yet. But yeah, I have the Team Philippines one and then I have Two more from this season, um, one from uh, the Wild West Skate Down with um, our B team, the Hellcats, and then I have a cactus, a cat, a cat cactus, cactus <laughs> 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 tattoo from Cactus Cup.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, that's where we met the uh, Mad for Gravy. <clears throat> Who were some of your teammates for uh, the Team Philippines um, team?
2: Um, we've got uh, some skaters from LA. Uh, we've got some skaters from Europe, from Canada, and then from Australia.
0: Hell yeah! Uh, you can, like yeah. I said, you can shout people's names out. You know, like it. You know, it's cool if you want to. Oh yeah! If you know the, if you know oh, the yeah. names, do it.
2: Uh, shout out to uh, Steph Khan. Um and um um yeah, I'm I'm trying to remember our 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 captains. Oh crank, crank, crank that and shovey.
0: Right on, hell yeah. What are some of your future goals for um roller derby?
2: Um, you know, I'm just trying to, uh, be ready for, uh, the World Roller Games in Italy for 2024. Um, you know, I keep trying to, um, you know, I, like I said, I'm trying to chase that feeling where you show up and you just like have no doubts in your mind because you're so prepared. Um. I want I want to feel
0: that again. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love that that's the thing that keeps you going in this uh in the sport. Yeah. It's absolutely it's awesome. Um, you know, shit, that's that is that's something I'm going to I'm I'm going to take a little bit of that with me from this interview. That's uh inspiring, Gravy. Oh,
2: to um Yeah, no.
0: Have that have that feeling cuz you know, this this sport gives everybody so many different feelings and emotions and uh it's got a lot of power and uh you've you've explained you know the power that it gives you and the motivation that it gives you during this interview so I absolutely love that um master you got you got anything for gravy
1: um yeah i wanted to
0: talk about roller con all right well go for I it
1: i want to know about um your favorite outfits and your favorite um, games that you've been in wearing some sweet costumes?
2: Oh, like, I love the costumes. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, uh, the Pool Partiers and Lazy River Riders, that one's a blast, because uh, you have to skate with a floatie. And um, being from Santa Cruz, I cho- I chose this, like, really... I like tried to find the biggest floaty I could, um, and it ended up being like this, like octopus sort of Kraken tentacled thing, and it was massive. Awesome. Um, yeah, no, I, you know, the first time I ever skated in that, I just remember like making a giant clear from one side of the track to the other with this giant floaty. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Um, I, I love that one. And um, I love the Sailor Moon versus Dragon Ball Z. Uh, or the uh, Sailor Scouts versus the Super Saiyans. That one's always fun. Um, and the, uh, the Furries versus uh, BDSM. That one's always a fun one, too.
1: Was that the one where you had, like, the tail and stuff? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> yeah. Is that like is that stuff you make yourself or find yourself? How did you get acquire some of this stuff?
2: Um yeah, no, that's that's stuff that um I have just hanging out in your closet. Oh yeah, no, I'm a big like I love costumes. I love um,
1: it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of wish my closet looked like that.
0: (laughs) Oh, great. That fucking guy is on that dirt bike again. That fucking son of a bitch. (laughs) 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 You're definitely going to hear that over the uh, recorder. Like, you can totally hear that goddamn fucking dirt bike.
2: Just have Sadie come by and, like, walk near the... Yes.
0: Yes. Microphones. I love,
2: oh my gosh, I love hearing the little toe taps just walking by.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, we have a suggestion to um, record the toe taps and uh, isolate them to make those into a sound effect, replace this one.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I think we're going to have to do that. Please do. Yes, please.
0: Oh my God. Um, <clears throat> should I had a uh, I had a roller con um, uh involved question? Oh yeah, so roller con is the birthplace and or where the Santa Cruz booze cruise hat came from. Can you tell the audience a little bit about that? If anybody's ever seen the booze cruise hat, it's fabulous. So, uh, gravy, tell us about this.
2: Yeah, um, so I think my. When I transferred to Santa Cruz, my first roller con with them, there were like 15 or 20 of us going. It was ridiculous, the amount of us that were going. And so as like a little surprise um, for everybody, um, I made these uh, captain hats that said uh, that say uh, Santa Booz Cruise on the top and cruise spelled like Santa Cruz. Uh, yeah, and it just became a way for us to find each other um, during RollerCon, um, especially during the Black and Blue party. Uh, you would just be able to spot us anywhere um, we went.
0: It's like those family gathering shirts, but not family gathering shirts.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and so now, like, I use them, um, and I think. The second time that I made them uh, was for a playoff that we went to. So people who have the Santa Cruz Booze Cruise hats, uh, the first set were like made for Roller Con, and then the second set that I had made uh, was made for um, a playoff.
0: Hell yeah! Those are so those are super swell, master. <laughs> master and I might uh, have to acquire some Santa Cruz Booze Cruise hats sometime in the future. Oh, I got
2: you yeah <laughs> nice. i got you guys yeah. fuck
0: yeah hell yeah it would be like um be like oh are you a captain be like nah dude captain the booze cruise that's all <laughs> <laughs> super rad hell yeah <clears throat> um all right well i think uh i think we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up so we can all get to splashing gravy on our taters here. Yeah, yeah. Not mad for gravy, but like the real gravy, the brown gravy. Are you a brown gravy fan? Oh wait, I got a dinosaur question too. Are you a brown gravy fan or like a uh different gravy fan? Oh
2: yeah, brown gravy.
0: Brown gravy all day.
2: Yeah.
0: Nice. What's your favorite dinosaur?
2: Um, my favorite dinosaur. Oh, uh... Does, a go- does Godzilla count? He's a dinosaur, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of. That's a dinosaur. Hell oh, yeah, Godzilla right, Wasn't counts. he like a, like
2: a like a like a like a dinosaur that was like exposed to like radioactive?
0: I'm not or- sure. Oh
2: no! Oh no! No, there's a there's this dinosaur. Are you familiar with Denver? Denver, the last dinosaur. Denver, like the last cartoon.
0: dinosaur. Yes,
2: Denver, the last oh, dinosaur. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that
0: is that is coming back to me now.
1: <laughs> oh
0: my God, I will. If I find a way, I might have to put that theme song at the uh, end of this episode.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's my friend and a whole lot more. <laughs> <laughs> I love
0: it. That's fucking awesome. Um, That's a great way to end
1: this
0: episode, <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right, Mad for Gravy. So we're going to get your address and shit off air. You can just text it to me. You got the okay. uh, number of the show. And uh, we will get you a Siphon Draw package from uh, Little oh, Skater sweet. Recovery Thank Package. Thank you so much. That is something we give to all of our guests on the program. So um, stay, we'll be watching your mailbox for that. And a little card straight from the Outer Limits as well with some stickers in it. So uh, that I means stickers. you're going to have your hands on some stickers. And gentle listener, this goes for you, too. If you have bought stickers... Or if you've been a former guest of the show, acquired one at some point or another, uh, we do a monthly t-shirt contest. So, M- Mad for Gravy, you are now eligible, once you get these stickers, to uh, participate. We love animals. We love cool scenery. Shit.
1: Squishmallows. We love squishmallows. Squishmallows. Yeah, right, oh, right,
2: I love squishmallows. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, yeah, yeah. Take a
0: sweet picture. The only, the only thing is you must tag the show in a post. Because we will need to be able to see these. Because it is a month long contest. So uh, story won't count. Because those disappear. So it's got to be. You know we got to tag the show. And uh, whatnot, So we see them. And we'll be able to pick one. That uh, would be the winner. But like I said it's ongoing. So don't give up if you don't win. When you enter. Keep doing it. And uh, keep showing those pictures. And keep tagging the show. Tell your friends about us. Um. We uh, put a lot of heart into this program and uh, whatnot. Uh, and we are sponsored by Siphon Draw Apothecary. Like I said, our guests get a little little something-something. And if you're visiting, go check them out. 4650 North Mammoth Mine Road, Apache Junction, Arizona. 85119. Like I said, is a uh, pretty nice here. And you get a pretty nice view of some things while you're there. Um... Uh, follow the show on Instagram at Out From Under the Bed, uh, and Out From Under the Bed with the Boogeyman on Facebook. Fuck yeah! Give us a five star <laughs> review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and leave a comment. What do you like about the? Uh, what have you been liking about the show so far? We are coming up on a year, so leave it in the comments. Especially if you've dug through our backlog and what have you. Be like, hey, that sound quality's gotten pretty good after June, um, so or whatever. Like, whatever, you know. Just say something nice. Don't be a fucking dick. Um, uh, we work hard on this, like I said. And uh, Spotify, leave those five star reviews. Any other listening platform, download the show too. Please do that as well. Um, that really helps out the show. And you can do that for free. That does not cost you any money at all. Just a couple little scrolls down at the bottom there on Apple, and a couple taps, and that's all. And it's a good free way to support the show. If you would like to support the show with a little bit of money, you can buy some stickers. <clears throat> we um, have sticker packs available, and you can buy them all individually if you'd like. Um, the Outer Limits, the Pride Edition, we're going to have to order some more of those coming up. So um, I think we got like four left in stock. So if you want some Pride Edition ones, go ahead and grab those while they're there momentarily. Uh, We have the Halloween one, which is super awesome. And the Starry Night and the Sunrise. Those are all the original designs done by Cherry Jane, our show artist. Stay tuned for our theme song done by her husband and the rest of their bandmates, The Hideaway lv is where you can find them on instagram at the hideaway lv stay tuned for the out from Under of the bed theme song and at art by cherry jane that's like i said that's our show artist and we're really proud to have a husband and wife um team um heading up our arts department here on the program and she also plays roller derby so we're keeping it all in house here all within the community um, what am I missing? Okay, so we do have an email address, but um, we're not going to read your origin story or no bullshit on email because I can't really read that well. Speaking of reading, pull up one of those comments. Oh, we're going to read right. a, another listener comment too right. before we get off the air here. Um, so if you want to, um, probably, you know, hook yourself up to being a guest on the show, I do know quite a few people and a few people have, uh, assisted in this producer process for me, roping guests and what have you. So shout out to Todd, Stretch Armstrong and Venus Vendetta for setting up our last interview, helping out with that, with, um, Sweet Feet. That was fucking awesome. Thank you for, uh, for, for those guys going going the extra mile and um, roping up guests for me so if you yourself would like to be a guest on the program you can shoot us an email um, ofutbpodcast at gmail.com go ahead and do that let us know we'll get in contact with you and get you scheduled Uh, we're scheduled out pretty far but let's we'll we'll get you on you know given your interest so Master, you got anything? Any shout outs? Um, no. No? All right. Been- Gravy, you got any shout outs, Daddy? No. No?
2: No, just, I wanted, you know, second Siphon Draw. They're also, uh, uh, sponsoring, uh, Team USA. Yeah.
0: Very yeah, nice. Yeah, no,
2: and that Breezy's totally helped with that gnarly, like, Bruise I got going on from the Tal Squad Rough Riders game. So <laughs> right. perfect.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. I slathered I was I was slathering that on the uh tailbone in the back after that game too and uh helped oh. me out. Took a couple of couple of days, but it would have took a few days longer if I didn't have the uh the magic of the siphon draw apothecary pain relief rubs and other salves and whatnots. So yeah, the Gravy, thank you for being on the program.
2: Thank you for having uh,
0: me. Oh man, it's a it's a pleasure. So, Master, do you want to read one of the comments this time?
1: Yeah, let's uh, read one of these reviews real quick. Um, titled, "It's a great listen." Derby behind the scenes. I love listening to this podcast. It's truly entertaining, and love hearing from different skaters, especially their different skating journeys. If you are wondering what goes on in the mind of a derby skater, this podcast is for you.
0: Yeah, there you have it. So, if you want to get your review read right on the air, we will be more than happy to do that. If you would be uh, much ab- such obliged to um, to leave one, because yeah, we'll we su- we're here to support the community, and uh, we can use some support too here on the show. Don't give all the likes to the celebrities. Leave it to us, uh, little guys, too. lift us up as well. Alright, so I think I got everything. Gravy, you got everything? Yeah. Alright, so at this time, when you're out driving in your car, I would like to remind you to always, always, always look twice and save a life. Motorcycles are everywhere. This is the Boogeyman, Master Sedator, and Mad for Gravy on this... Thanksgiving edition of Out from Under the Bed, returning back under the bed, but never back into the closet. Thank you all for listening. Good night.